with you on the go. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, thanks to the Too Early for a Question question. We found out that half of people don't touch one part of food with another part of food in their plate. Jack, you're that person, are you? I am that person. I love separation. Uh, my five-year-old daughter, Kennedy, has a plate that has everything separated, yeah. and it's a dream. I want one, but I got to buy it at the kid's store. <laughs> you're going to give your kid a complex. <laughs> no, I'm just starting her off right. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. If you separate, that's fine. But will you combine, uh, say, your mashed potatoes and your roast beef? Or is it just just roast beef bite, just mashed potato bite? Yeah. And I usually finish one thing before I move on to another. That is ridiculous. <laughs> that is wild. Are you, you're a child. Yes, I am. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> All right. What about you? And Matt, you obviously mix everything. I just. I, I think combining of flavors is one of the joys of food. Yeah. Right? I think it's more of a boy thing, mixing. No, yeah. it's a, more of an adult thing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were so passionate. Honestly, about you can this. do whatever you want. You eat how you want to eat in the long run, but you are a child. 780 421 1039. You can also text us at 103939. Are you a food separator? If so, why? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Just found out, thanks to the Tuli for a question question, that 50% of people actually uh, keep their food separated on their plates. We were asking if you're one of those people or what you think about that, and the texts are rolling in at 103.939. Yeah, Patty says, I don't care if things touch, but I'm with Jack, and I eat one thing at a time. I start with my least favorite, usually veggies, and end with the best. Me too, Patty. But <laughs> some things are meant to be mixed, like pasta and sauces. My sister is worse. Nothing can touch. She loves spaghetti and meat sauce. But not together. They're eaten separately. It is weird. What? Having buttered noodles and meat soup. (laughs) There's foods that are meant to be combined, you monsters. (laughs) Shelly says, I'm with Jack. Everything is separated, and I save my favorite item until last. I eat them in order from worst to tastiest. And some people say, like, okay, you're like, you have vegetables on your plate and you just want to eat them because you know they're good for you, and you're like stuffing them in your mouth. But sometimes, like, a good bite of vegetable goes with your protein. Yeah. Right? And it, and like that's why you could stomach the vegetables more. I don't get it. Like put a carrot on top of your meat. Oh yeah, or you should put a little in your mashed potatoes or something. No, just enjoy the meat. It's the best part yeah. and just enjoy it on its own. Oh. It's my. so good. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> but then by the time we usually get to it, it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's saying that you can uh, buy separation plates at Walmart. She has one. Mm-hmm. If you bust out a separation plate in front of me, <laughs> yeah. I am going to lose my mind. Yeah. You know I'm going to now. <laughs> <laughs> you never invite me over for dinner, so don't worry about it. You can't lose something you've never had, just for the record. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. And signing up. The Too Early for a Question question told us that 50% of people do not mix their foods. They keep them all separate on their plate. And we're saying, uh, basically, it's kind of turned into an accidental weird or what, really. And uh, it's not that weird That's if 50, 50% of people do it, I guess, right? Well, somebody does agree with Matt. Earlier, he was saying the fact that you need some meat, but you also need a little bit of veggies. You need to mix it together. Mm -hmm. This person says, Matt, I agree, especially when you're having roast. You need a piece of roast with some mashed potatoes. They say some summer sweat peas, but I'm pretty sure they meant sweet peas and gravy right after that. Yeah, do you put gravy on your mashed potatoes, Jack? Is that combining foods? I guess it is. So maybe I'm taking baby steps in the form of gravy. (laughs) Now, there is something that we can all agree on. This text says, I cringe whenever someone eats a piece of pie on their finished plate. Oh, you need a clean plate for desserts only. Now, normal, like, it wouldn't bother me, but it bothers me a little bit. I tend to agree with that. I prefer a clean plate, but, like. 
you know, yeah. if the situation calls for it, just slap that bad boy on I'll the dirty eat, plate. I'll eat my dessert off the floor. I don't care. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, Chris only doesn't... has three things, dessert, rice, and plain chicken breast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, I guess there's not a lot of sauce mixture in there anyway. So well, ketchup. Fine. Yeah, yeah, ketchup right. on all of it, right? <laughs> not ketchup on my pumpkin pie. For the record, I'm not an animal. Anyway, thanks for the text. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I'm pretty pumped for the big game tonight. I'm just, I'm nervous for you, both of you. Yeah, don't be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> We're back to nature's know. healing. NHL's back. It's a full 82 game schedule. Yeah, yeah. There'll be people in the people stands. People in the stands. Yeah, making a big difference uh, for the team. So uh, it's going to be absolutely awesome. But uh, Jack wanted to talk about good looking Oilers this morning. Who doesn't want to talk about good looking Oilers? I enjoy uh, a good-looking fella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a straight man, mm-hmm. I can appreciate a handsome dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're athletic. They're rich. <laughs> <laughs> they're rich. Check, and, check. And nice guys, I'm sure. Ooh, some of them aren't. <laughs> <laughs> I did look up because I was doing research for this bit. And I was like, all right, well, I better um, research educate myself on hottest oilers. Yeah. And I was really disappointed when I looked up who's the hottest oilers. All they talked about was like, uh, goal streaks and like who's doing well. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. But I did find one article back from 2008 that said, who is hot and who is not on the Edmonton Oilers? Surrey, Hemsky are burning oil, while Garand and Steos are frozen oil slicks. Okay. Poor. I think Steve Steos was a good looking oiler. Well, this article did not. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you mentioned Surrey. Sheldon Surrey, there's no oiler now or ever that will be hotter than Sheldon Surrey. Absolutely. He's got your vote. Man rocket. Yeah. He's like 6'4". Yeah. Chiseled. Yeah. And has a face. Yeah. Just like a god. Yeah. That Sounds hair. okay. Yeah. Oh, and what a slap shot. Yeah. I was once involved in a promotion with him. Uh, he, he became kind of a friend. Uh, oh. <laughs> not Latida. <laughs> Did you have his phone number? Yeah. He actually texted oh. me once. Uh, oh, yeah. Christmas prove it. Text me- him now. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like Chris. No, he'd he'd remember. He was a big fan of country music, and he was a big fan of the show. But anyway, one time in the dressing room, I watched him get dressed, so to speak, and just just with his with his tarp off, with his shirt off, and it was just like it was ridiculous. Like if we stood beside each other, we would not look like we were the same species. Did you Did you feel some tingles and jingles? I I felt like no, I've never felt more unqualified to be a man. If that makes any sense. Because I mean, you're built like a Google. bag of milk, and he's <laughs> exactly. Hot Oilers Google image search. I can confirm that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's a hot guy. A couple texts coming in already. Yeah. Hottest Oiler. I think hottest current Oiler is Leon Dreisaitl, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. No offense to Connor, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Leon is uh, the the German. Yeah, he's good looking. Sex machine. You see that guy? <laughs> <laughs> can you say that on air? <laughs> Just did. I, uh, somebody said they had a crush on James Neal. James Neal. Yes, the teeth. He's got the big teeth. Yeah. Veneers. I'm yeah. a fan of him already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, James Neal was like, yeah, he was the male version of Jack, come to think of it. Yeah, he had the teeth, for sure. All right, what about you? Uh, 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103939. The hottest oiler ever. Doug Waite's got to be in that group, too. I thought Jason Arnott and Bill Guerin were better looking. No. Bill Guerin, not Bill Guerin. I don't tall, dark, and handsome. No, I'm, my, I think Guerin is one of the ones they mentioned that was the frozen oil slick. Okay. Oh my bad. Yeah. There's one article yeah. from the '90s. <laughs> Bill Guerin is not good looking. Yes, he is. No, ch- Google Bill Guerin. <laughs> oh, I am. He looked. No, it's not Bill Guerin. And my wife still to this day has a crush on Paul Coffey. 
Polkowski's got a like he's got a great jawline. Yeah, and even he's aged very well. Yeah. All right. What about you, Jack? Are you just Googling? This yes. is a bad sign. Um, I just looked up Garen Oilers, and it's only him with a mask on. <laughs> <laughs> what? Bill Garen. And again, coming from a, not, a you know, not a necessarily a good-looking guy, I can say it. Bill Garen, not good-looking. No chance. You're, you're uh, dreaming. You're dreaming. I Googled it, and he, I, he, maybe I'm wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Morrow was actually really good-looking, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. A tough guy, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you like that. Zach Sortini is a hot guy. (laughs) You sound all the same, but I'm liking it. (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oilers, first game of the regular season tonight against the Knuckleheads. Uh, That'll be at 8 o'clock. Again, you can listen to the game on 6.30 chat. You can go to Roger's Place and actually watch it as well. Um, We're talking about the hottest oiler ever. And we're talking about the looks, not the player. Yeah, I was very disappointed when I tried to Google it and they were just telling me their stats. I, I, if you're a woman and you had no idea about anything, like, today's hottest players in the <laughs> NHL. Well, here we go. And it's like, oh, just points. What? <laughs> yeah. So boring. Give us the good stuff. Uh-huh. This person says, Darnell Nurse is one fine-looking man. I can't forget about him. There you go. Yeah, Jen's so is his sister. I said it. What? How do you know a sister? Kia. She's a uh, national team member. Basketball player. Basketball. She's a better athlete than he is. Yeah. Oh, She's I awesome. like that. Yep. Jen says Patrick Maroon. He is the best looking oiler when he was indeed an oiler. That is not true. I love Patty Maroon and he was a heart and soul kind of guy, but he looks like a caveman. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a beer belly. <laughs> Hey, dad bod. He's got a dad <laughs> yeah. bod. Nothing he's wrong with relatable, that. He's relatable, Matt. Nothing wrong with a dad bod. I, that's I said. I liked him, but he's just not handsome. All right. Andrea from uh, Wainwright texted in and says, Hot Oilers, how about Craig Simpson, Paul Coffey, Glenn Anderson, Ryan Smith, and Leon Dreisaitl? None of these men are hard on the eyes. And this last text at 103.939, Craig Simpson and Eric Brewer. Eric Brewer. And Eric Brewer's come up again, and this is funny. Oh, yeah. This was years ago, and we made one of the trips during the playoffs. And we were down in Dallas, and uh, we had a chance to, to connect with the team and interview them. And I remember interviewing Eric Brewer, and he is about a foot taller than me. But I come up with my little microphone, and I said, Hey, Eric, before we start the interview, I just want to tell you that there's people that say that you and I kind of look like we could be brothers. And I'll never forget the look of disgust on his face when he looked down at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to start Maybe the interview. Maybe he was just confused. <laughs> yeah, I, clearly. He was clearly confused. I'm great. You know who the hottest oiler is? And you're never going to believe it. Hmm. Pat Quinn. Pat Quinn. Pat yes. Quinn. <laughs> like the coach? I have the biggest crush on that guy. Too bad he's gone. Yeah. Pat Quinn. I almost met him. Wow. Almost. You look at old Pat Quinn, it looks like he could crack some skulls. That man I know, but, could but chew gum young, with the best of them. But the young Pat Quinn, man, he can, he's really good looking. That's, he could give you a two-line pass any day. Any day, baby. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Here we go. It's time for Quick Draw. Yes, indeed. A chance to win a trip. Thanks to our friends at Swoop to a beautiful San Diego, uh, one of the nicest places in all of North America. And we have Phyllis and Michelle on the line. How are you ladies doing today? Awesome. I'm good, thank you. Good. All right. Hot Oilers. First you, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Who's the best looking oiler? Oh, see, I'm old school. I'm like from the 80s team. Yeah, so go- I've got to go like your Gretzky's, your Paul Coffee's, your Smankos, those guys. Okay, that's fine. What about you, Phyllis? Right at that 
coffee. <laughs> Roger, Roger, Dodger. Hot Roger. cup of coffee. <laughs> I like my coffee. That guy's getting a lot of votes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, as you guys know, the contest works like this. First one to get three correct is going to be into that big draw for the trip to San Diego. The other person, well, you know, it was nice knowing you, so to speak. <laughs> and so here we go. Just blurt out your answers. Here we go. A type of flower that starts with an S. Sunflower. Oh. Is that it. Michelle? Nope. Nope. Oh, sorry. Phyllis. That was Phyllis. All right, Phyllis. Phyllis, all right. Phyllis up with a quick one nothing lead. Here we go. An electronic that starts with an X. Xbox. That was dead heat. Dead tie? Yeah. Dead that tie. Michelle. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. Michelle. <laughs> These judges can't be bought. I don't know. I like that campaigning. <laughs> Unless you take me to San Diego with you. Yeah. <laughs> judges? tie. Yeah, it's a tie. All right. Sorry, ladies. Let's go. A flavor of yogurt that starts with a P. Peach. Yeah. I think that was Michelle. Yep. Yes. All right. One apiece. Tied one each. Okay. A music festival that starts with a C. Clam chowder. (laughs) The clam chowder festival. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody knows it's rocking at the chowder fest. Is it White. <laughs> oh, it's red. The chowder fist. <laughs> Is there such a thing, Phyllis? I can't lie. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> really? I Googled Clam Chowder Festival. Hold on. <laughs> There it is, Long Island. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> I don't know if they have any music though. Oh, oh my gosh. They've got a guitar going. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, okay, if you can't name the guy, it's not Vern from down the street. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that one. But... I, I I gotta say, we gotta keep going. Okay, uh, best yeah. of all, it starts with a C. Pardon me? I'm Rose Big Valley Jamboree. I don't know. Ooh, that's pretty borderline. You can't name the city. <laughs> What's that big one called down in the States? By- There's one in Saskatchewan that happens every year. That's true. There's also one in Calgary that happens. Um, no idea. I have no um, idea. Starts with a C. Okay, we got to pass here. <laughs> Chowder Fest. What about Craven? Yeah. Coachella, like Chris said, or Coachella. Country Thunder. Thunder. Okay. All right. Well, let's just keep going. A type of tea that starts with an E. Pearl Gray. Bam. Yes. Who's that? Michelle. Yep. Michelle. All right. Well, I'm out of questions, so I got to start making some stuff up here. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Something you see in the sky that starts with an N. Uh, uh, no. It just happened. Oh, the Northern Lights. Yes. Bam! <laughs> oh, my. Yep. There's been a lot of hand-holding. <laughs> a quick drop. <laughs> a lot of head-shaking. <laughs> was that Phyllis? Yep, was. All yep, right. Yep. Well, we got a tiebreaker question Tied. now. <laughs> okay. Something in the fridge that starts with a A. Yeah, apples. apples can be cold. That's Phyllis. That's Phyllis. Phyllis with oh the win. God. Phyllis did it. Definitely yes. the longest contest we've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> See you ladies down at Chowderfish. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
Uh, welcome to the show. I'm just uh, watching some of the coverage of uh, uh, William Shatner, Canadian, gone yet? as well. No, he's going to take off and go into space in the Blue Origin. Um, <laughs> that rocket looks funny. Anyway, it looks exactly <laughs> like you think it looks. Okay. Long, <laughs> tall rocket. I the capsule all the at the top. Instagram post that came along with that when they first showed it. I'm just looking at it, and they've got the sunrise in the distance, and they got this thing. <laughs> this is very turned really on like right now. I'm, I'm just, it's, did he purposely make that thing look like that? I'm, he says no, but you know he did. <laughs> okay, look at the windows on it. Anyway, space travel has changed. <laughs> space travel has changed because obviously the rocket is shaped like that, but the, like just like the one off of uh, what was the movie with the baseballs? No, Apollo thirteen. No, <laughs> Mike Myers, Austin Powers. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, it looks like a. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's a great bit, by the way. But I in, about that. anyway, they're they're in a pickup truck waiting to get into the rocket. Like, <laughs> I kind of like that. It's just—is it an F one fifty? A little no, rust on the side? No, I don't know. I know it's not uh, uh, one of Elon Musk's vehicles for sure. Because oh, the bad. Tesla. It's not a Tesla. Anyway, uh, life has changed. I'm just saying, <laughs> space travel has changed. They're in a pickup truck getting ready to get into this rocket that looks like a, yeah. ninety years old. Ninety that's years amazing. Old. Yeah. So we'll uh, keep you up to date on that apparently it's going to happen in about 22 minutes or so would you rather Oilers I'm a little loopy today I'm excited I'm excited about uh, hockey season beginning I, I, I a lot of people are and uh, here's our would you rather for the morning all right would you rather sit in the very front row at a Oiler game or the nosebleeds what do you think I can tell you I've only sat front row once Mm-hmm. My brother-in-law Darcy got us tickets when Mario Lemieux was in town years ago with the Whoa, Pittsburgh Penguins. fancy. And that was neat to see Mario Lemieux up close. But to watch the game from the front row was brutal. Like, He's a real fan. I like sight lines. You, you don't could, get any down there. No, you don't. It was just like, holy cow, they're going by you so fast you don't know what's happening. You can't see the far end you know, from that, that view. But sure. I'd rather sit up high and watch the game than be down low at the front. What about you, Jack? Oh. This is without a doubt. I would so much rather be in the front row for a few reasons. Yeah. Oh, you one percenter. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that's one of them, but not one of the top ones. Um, you can see the players. I like to see them. Yeah. <laughs> and I like when they get pushed up against the glass. <laughs> I feel like, oh, that's kind of scary. But also, you can get on TV. <laughs> no ne- one's getting your photo up in the nose. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's true. That's a real good point. Hey, there's... The nosebleeds are my people. Yeah. We found our tickets on Kijiji 30 minutes before the game. <laughs> yeah. Some guy emailed them. They were real. Thank <laughs> goodness, because we've been scammed before. We get up there, crush a $12 beer, and we start heckling. And we start yelling at each other. That's where the real people watch the game. That Not you one percenters. terrifying. <laughs> up there. I remember one time I stood up in the middle of play, and I just got screamed As, at. Yeah. <laughs> Like you, you stood up to not watch, not get excited about the game. You no, for- I don't know what I was doing. I had to go somewhere. <laughs> like, like- they did not like that. <laughs> All Wait right. for the whistle, lady. Yeah, that's All what right. I heard. All right, Christy says very front row, one hundred percent. It's my favorite seats. I love being right in the action. Christy, a- I yeah. used to think you were a real fan. Yeah, she, she likes is. hockey. No, you gotta, you can't see anything. What's going on? <laughs> Anything. Anything. <laughs> 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 1039-39. Would you rather be front row or up in the nosebleeds?
This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oilers start their uh, regular season tonight at home, and our would you rather this morning is simply, would you rather have front row seats right up against the glass or up in the nosebleeds? Jen texts in and says, front row for sure. You may as well be at home. Save your money and have a play-by-play announcer if you're going to be just as far away. It's all about that experience at that point. So why not be in the action up front? Well, the broadcast guys are even further back. They they are even higher. And they see just fine. Yeah, it's true. This person says, I've been to a few Oiler games and I'd rather be up in the nosebleeds. You can see everything better and to get food and drinks is way more accessible. I don't know if that's true anymore. You go to the lower level? have waitresses and waiters mm. and yeah, you, you do. and you go right down there to that nice little bar and it's pays to be a one percenter yeah yeah you got to go up to the bar now you're thinking of rexall remember when the rexall was underneath? no 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 like if lower levels that you go into the thing and you go down don't you yeah the Not bar down down but yeah you go, you go down you go down to a couple sites of flares in the bottom <laughs> bowl to the bar yeah yeah that's fair yeah you kind of go down but it's not like the old rexall we're just, in the bowels it's right yeah. underneath yeah, didn't go to many of those games. Not those seats anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Would you rather? So you're talking about right in the front of those, please? Yeah. I've been, at, I've been in both. Yeah. And honestly... I don't like being in the no, in the nosebleed because you're too far away. Yeah. I prefer right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You can't break the question, Barrett. <laughs> wow, you got to on, pick man. one. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd sit right the first row in the second level. Yeah, we all would. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so I, I'd rather be in the front. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, we needed you oh. to commit. Um, hi, uh, you guys are asking about whether you would rather sit in the nosebleeds or like in the front row. Yes. Okay, closer to the food. <laughs> yes, exactly. That is, I, I love it. Good point. In the bleeds, I got to leave early to go pee and get a beer. That's a problem. Exactly. Yeah, you don't want to disrupt other people, but like snacks are essential for a good hockey game. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Oilers in action tonight. I'm wearing my Leon Dreisaitl third jersey, getting pumped for the game. Uh, got to wait a little bit longer, though. Eight o'clock start, so. Why is it so late? Uh, because they're going to have a game before it, probably in the East. Oh, right. There's other games. That's the way it works. But anyway, whatever. Matt and I will be a little tired tomorrow, Jack. Just a heads up. Yeah. What time's an 8 o'clock game end? Like 11? 10.30, usually. Yeah. Okay. I can handle that. Unless right. it goes into overtime. <laughs> Don't talk like that. <laughs> weird or what this morning? Is it weird to not cheer for your hometown team? You know... I, I understand your daddy, your daddy's daddy, his daddy's daddy, all cheered for the Toronto Maple Leafs or Montreal Canadiens. But at what point, living here in Edmonton, is it not a requirement to cheer for the hometown team? Back in the day, yeah, sure. You make a good point, Chris. On TV, they showed the Leafs and the Canadians, and yeah. there was like one game a week, yeah. so you became a fan of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Most people cheered for Toronto or Montreal, and then the odd person cheered for the Boston Bruins, and that's the way it was. It's ridiculous. You have a perfectly good NHL team. Well, 
there was a period. <laughs> but like, it just it's in, it's it's so ingrained in Edmonton. Like the Oilers are the biggest yeah. event. Right. Yeah, this is a hockey city for sure. Right, and like if you were one that kid, there's always that kid in school who didn't like the Oilers, who's just an attention seeker. I like Dallas. <laughs> Shut up, kid. I like Colorado. How do you really oh. feel, Matt? Or like. Just bandwagon jumpers. All of a sudden, oh, I like Pittsburgh because Sidney Crosby. I like What's, Tampa Bay. It, the The best part of being an Amazon Oilers fan right now is is we're getting out of the darkness. So those bad times make the good times even better. And we, we haven't played a game yet, so it's a fresh start. <laughs> <laughs> good point. It's so silly. You have a perfectly good team here. Also, you can cheer, cheer for whoever you want. I don't care. But what? is it weird? <laughs> it's weird. Is it weird? Do you, does, do you have that friend, like Matt says, that's looking just for attention i mean when we were in school there were some that would would and the oilers were riding high and winning when i was in school right it was just like so then there would be people that would just go against the the trend so to speak that's and you're definitely right. weird you, you have the right but us it, 90s kids it was always like dallas colorado those are the two hot teams and i was like i cheer for those teams all right <laughs> all right uh yeah i i you know I've, yeah anyway i i think that uh i think that it's weird jack you think that it's weird I think it's weird. When you're in a hockey town like we are, it's definitely weird. And it's However, your city. You, you did get me with the dad thing. Like maybe, maybe you're following in your dad's footsteps. Whatever, fine. You don't know any better. It, I just, <laughs> I encourage every person in your class to try to convert you. If, uh, like, there's always that kid. Like, yeah, the, the family kid, convert them, kids. All right. A Montreal fan here says the first text in. I would say cheer for the Oilers when they're playing anyone but Montreal. When I lived in Calgary, I'd never cheer for the Flames. So that must count for something. All right. No. All right. Is, uh, unless Oilers are number, your number one team, get out of here. Go Red Wings go, says a texter. Hopefully the rebuilding years are over. See, there's a person who jumped on a bandwagon when the Red Wings were hot. And they were. They made the playoffs for like 25 years in a row or something ridiculous like that. So there you go. What do you think? I feel Seven like that's a-, a pretty good team to connect with. <laughs> <laughs> Bandwagon. They were. 780-421-1039. You can also text us at 103.939. Is it weird or what? This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Old Dominion, kissing in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Uh, yeah, uh, updating the William Shatner going to space Ooh. news. Uh, apparently, he has entered the launch capsule with the rest of the people that are going to be flying into space. 90 years old, oldest human being to do such a thing. How nervous would you be getting into that capsule? Like, remember when we used to fly, you'd get a little bit like butterflies. Oh, this is so scary. But you're going in a rocket to space. <laughs> True. very true i'm sure it's gonna be fine anyway (laughs) t-minus 16 minutes and counting (laughs) yeah that ain't right that is weird what what that boy ain't right and t-minus about 12 hours because a face-off will be about this time uh tonight at rogers place when the oilers play the vancouver canucks the uh Regular season home opener for the team this year, and we're asking: Is it weird or what to not cheer for your hometown team? And I'm, I'm, you know, not just the Oilers. I'm just you live in wherever Winnipeg, and you're not a Winnipeg Jets fan. You live in, uh, you know, Vancouver, and you're not a Canucks fan. Uh, what do you think? This text at one zero three nine three nine. My son grew up in an Oilers family, and yet he cheers for Montreal and has since he was eight years old. He's a goalie, so there's no understanding him. Uh, Thankfully, yes. he's not a Calgary fan, and he still cheers a Canadian team. Signed, a sad mom. Our boss, his uh, son, oh, right. Eric, <laughs> cheers for the Canadians, and it drives his dad crazy. I almost think he does it just to drive his dad crazy. And like, <laughs> That's kind of the reason why a lot of people are saying on a text line, like, where they love a team that's not from Edmonton. It's like, well, I loved X player. 
And same with Eric, our boss's kid. He loves Carrie, Carrie Price. Price, right? Sure. And honestly, Carrie's great. Yeah. But he's not from, like, come on, cheer for Edmonton. Yeah. Eric, figure it out. <laughs> this text says, I've been a fan of the Jets since they came back. I've lived in Edmonton for almost eight years now, but I still cheer for the Jets. However, I always cheer for the Canadian teams in the playoffs. Okay. Yeah. And then like some people are like, well, we have family on a team. Yeah. Like, okay. What happens when you have family? Oh, if you've got family sure, on a team, yeah. that's a different story. Even I, if my son happens to make the NHL, yeah. I'll cheer for the team he's on. Yes, you will. Secretly, I'll like the Oilers. Well, yeah. I was like, would you? I don't know. <laughs> don't get drafted by the Flames. <laughs> Good morning, Kissin. Good morning, Chris. It's Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Hi. You're talking about hockey teams? Yeah. My Growing up, my dad... Like, when I was little, my dad was cheering for Detroit because that's where Gordie Howe was. That's right. And it took him probably five years before he started cheering for the Oilers. Okay. So probably 82, 83-ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he really, that was his team. Yeah. I could see see that early on for sure, right? Yeah. And in my house, I am the only Oilers fan. Oh, man, that's tough. Yeah, and Angela doesn't count because she doesn't like hockey. <laughs> Everybody else cheers for the Flames. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. Sad. I really, really need somebody to cheer with me because <laughs> it's really not fun doing it alone. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Oilers in action tonight, of course, against the Canucks. Uh, first game of the season. We're talking about is it weird or what to not cheer for your hometown team? This text says, I am a diehard oil fan. However, my husband is all about the abs. I have drilled it into my kids that they will be nothing but Oilers fans. Good for you. This person says, I lived in Calgary for 22 years and never, ever will I cheer for the Flames. Yeah, if you're coming from another town, yeah, I think that makes sense. For like, sure. If, if I, I move to Calgary tomorrow, I don't think I could become a Calgary Flames fan. So I guess, but... Again, there would be a reason for that. But but again, somebody that just grew up in Edmonton or a young kid that right. grew up in Edmonton just decides to not cheer for the, the like, hometown nope, not team. not doing it. Yeah. yeah. As much as I hate the Leafs, yeah. it's okay to cheer for them if you're from Toronto. I get it. Yeah. You're stupid, but I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but like you come here, you can still be a Leafs fan. But if you're born and raised in Edmonton, you're like, you know what? I like Nashville. That's weird. Not allowed. This text at 103.939, we are all bandwagon fans in my family. I live in Edmonton, so I cheer on the Oilers. My sister cheers on the Flames because they're in Calgary. And my dad watches NFL, so we don't talk about his betrayal. (laughs) Perfect. Here's Keith Urban. This is Kissing Country. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Matt, your son, uh, he's a little wild man. He is. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a good kid, but he's, he's but he kid. is full of juice. He's spirited. Yeah. Very, spirited would be the right word I'd use. Yeah. And like sometimes he has what we like to call freakouts. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I wonder where he got those from. My side. Yeah, for sure. Sam has her odd freakout too, but that's for another story, type yeah. time. All right. But I was carrying him after a freakout because I want to uh, attach with him, right? I want him to know that he's safe with me. All right. Anyways, I'm holding him. He's yeah. losing his mind. <laughs> His head is on my shoulder, and he's like so frustrated. His teeth are gritting. He's grinding them, and then he goes to, which I presume, bite my shirt in frustration. He didn't mean to clip me. No, he didn't. Of course, I don't not. think so. <laughs> like you said, clip. Anyways, I got bit. You make him sound like a wild pig. I got bit in the shoulder. Ouch! <laughs> he got me, and then I'm like, ah! He left a mark. Like it's still there. Yeah. And I put him down. I'm like. 
Tatha for eating, not for biting. And then he knew he he done bad. <laughs> Anyways, I got bit. I, I'm not on purpose. Poor boy. Are you sure? Yes. I'm how, how do you sure. know this? Of course. Yeah. He, what do you mean? How do you know? Of course he meant to bite you. What do you? Th- what, what? No, he was like, he does this with toys sometimes when he gets frustrated. He puts them in his mouth. And he goes. Argh! Yeah, he's biting them. But why don't you think he's not biting you? Because I don't. He knows not to bite. And he's never been a biter. This is the first biting incident. Okay. Maybe he did bite me. <laughs> All right. The first step is admitting it. Just admit you got a biter. <laughs> Kennedy was a biter. My five-year-old, biter for years. Yeah. (laughs) You know a biter when you see one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They're a unique variety. Uh Uh-huh. Eventually, she just grew out of it. I don't know. Yeah. He's growing into it. (laughs) It's scary. I mean, yeah. What do you do? And it hurts. Yeah. You do. (laughs) Well, and the thing is, your first reaction is like, okay, I'm going to bite you. No, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're just supposed to. He doesn't understand, right? He's too... I, I, you'd never bite your kid back, but I don't know. Like, I know that my son got bit once by somebody that uh, shall remain nameless. And the mother of that person said, bite him back, Carter. Bite him back. <laughs> <laughs> she that, wanted vengeance for him. That'll teach him a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, how, how'd you get bit? Yeah. What bit you? Human other or otherwise. <laughs> I mean, it happens. I've never been bit by a horse, but I've heard that that's, oh, like, brutal. Yeah, scary. My dad worked for Northlands for a, a day. Yeah. He got bit by a thoroughbred and said, peace out. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. Really? Where, where'd yeah. he get bit? I think in the hand. He was like leading it and then. Uh, yeah, no, that would hurt. All right. Seven, oh, seven, eight, zero, four, two, one, one, oh, three, nine. How'd you get bit? We want to hear your story this morning. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, we're about 15 minutes away from Kissing Country payroll. Your chance to win $100 an hour. How'd you get bit? Oh, my goodness. So many stories coming in. Good morning, Kissin. This is Larry. You're talking about biting. The one time, and I would never want to bite, is from an adult pig. I have seen a pig bite through a pitchfork handle while my dad was cleaning its pen. Wow. I just ah. want to see how many days we can go talking pigs. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> yes. Uh, my husband's family grew up that if you got bit by someone, you bite them back. So my family's, my husband's family dog bit my husband, so he bit the dog back. <laughs> Which is quite hilarious when you have a mouthful of black hair from the dog. Oh, <laughs> Somebody Don't got bitten really in the know. boob by a horse? Yeah. Oof. That would hurt. Sure. A lot. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Here's Megan Patrick, Kissing Country, 103.9. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, Lightning Bug. There's Dean Brody, Kissing in the Morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 9 19. Uh, welcome to your Wednesday, right? Yeah, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday already. Just trying to keep track of the days because of the holiday. It just kind of throws me off just a hair. Um, talking about how you got bit, Matt uh, got uh, accidentally bit by his son. Supposedly. The, the ruling is still out on the accidental he was, part. He was freaking out. I was carrying him. His head was near my shoulder. He bit me on the shoulder. I thought he was going for shirt, fabric. Yeah. But he caught a lot of skin. Got a little vampire in him. <laughs> Just Dutch. Uh-huh. So we're talking about your strange and unusual stories. And people are getting bit everywhere, including the grocery store. This text says, when my husband and I were in high school, spider bites were pretty common. We worked at the grocery store, especially when unloading bananas. Spider bites. Yikes. Uh-huh. What about this one? Good morning, guys. I was once looking to buy a horse, and they came up to the fence, so I put my hand up to pet the one I was looking at. Well, he grabbed me so fast, I did not see it coming. The owners were like, oh, be careful. Sometimes he nips a little bit. My husband took me to emerge just in case, and it turned out they had to do surgery to reattach my thumb, and I had four days in the hospital. Also, I never bought that horse. Just a little nip, huh? 
<laughs> what about you, Ray? So I got bit by a mouse one time at work. A mouse? I, yeah, I work in a library, and I was just getting there for uh, work. No one was in but me yet, and I went to answer the phone, and I didn't realize that someone had put one of those sticky traps. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I turned, <laughs> and I felt like a little sting on my uh, on my toe, and I looked, and here's a mouse stuck to the sticky trap. <laughs> It must have been trying to get away, and it bit my toe. <laughs> oh, no. That's a 310 to Hanavirus City. <laughs> it's Pat Laurenti calling. Hey, Pat, how'd you get bit? I've been bit a few times by a dog in the face, a garden snake when I was a kid. But the most painful one was a mouse. My cat was playing with something in the snow. <laughs> and I went to see what it was, and the mouse got a hold of my thumb through my mitten. I'm screaming. My mom looks out the back door. I have to whack the thing off my thumb. Wow. And then uh, missed the school bus. <laughs> but my went back in the house. My mom looked, oh, it didn't break the skin. Get in the car. I'll take you to school. But it hurt. Wow. I think Mother yeah. Nature has a vendetta against you. Can Dog, you? snake, <laughs> mouse. But ironically, again, the dog could have got the snake. The snake could have got the mouse. Yeah. Then the mouse got you. You're the lady who swallowed a fly. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.